Welcome to Business Breakthroughs, where seasoned business coaches share their most challenging client scenarios. Come dive deep into transformative advice, strategies employed, and the remarkable outcomes achieved. Tune in for riveting stories that not only inspire, but also provide actionable insights for business growth and resilience. Here's your host, Neil DiPentino. Hey, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil DiPentino, and I am so excited today. We have a wonderful guest with us all the way from just south of Fort Worth, Texas. We've got um, Kai all day. Kai, welcome to the show. Wait, we got the wrong one here. Sorry. Hi. Why are you there? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to let me push buttons, but that's okay. We're going to keep on going. We'll, we're, we'll, we'll edit that out, okay? Kai, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, fantastic. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your business, if you would. So I'm, you know, we were talking about this before the show. I'm actually originally from Hawaii and that's where my business started. And then I moved out to Texas and we've kept going. And so I am a business coach and strategist for Move to CEO. And, you know, we help entrepreneurs who they have an expertise, they want to share, they want to teach, and they want to build an audience that's ready to buy and happy to pay. Okay, so who would be your typical customer, t- typical client? Who would who would sign up for your program? Um, typically, they identify, and I say that because we all have these weird things about how we identify ourselves, but they usually identify as small business owners or entrepreneurs, and their roles probably they're an industry leader, they're a teacher or a coach or an expert of some kind in their field. Okay, so is this pretty broad? I mean, do you uh, specialize in a specific industry uh, or or could it be like anybody? It could really be anybody. It's somebody who is basically taking their expertise and they are marketing it, you know, their knowledge and teaching that knowledge. Okay. And so what do you do you typically, um, do you focus on one area or another? What, what is your specialty yeah, with that? We get a lot of people, but, you know, typically the people who come to us, I would say they are usually um, probably a service-based business or a coach of some kind. So they are not necessarily a business coach, but they're teaching something. So they might have a course or they're pursuing creating a course. And so it's not, it's not uh, specific to an industry so much as what they're doing. Okay. So are a lot of the businesses that you're working with, I mean, are they brick and mortar or are they uh, mostly online? Most of them would be online. So some of them are brick and mortar, but they're transitioning to online. Okay. So our program is about, it is called business breakthroughs. And what we talk about is specific situations where there might be a problem that needs a solution that has, you know, hopefully a positive outcome. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Can you give us any kind of specifics on any of your clients that, uh, you know, where you've had that type of situation? Can you share that with us? Like a breakthrough? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so, right? Business breakthrough. So that would make money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we have had several clients, but I would say um, I had a client and this was one of my fun ones. So, you know, we do both done with you and done for you. And in this case, we were doing a, a done for you service. So they had a course and she's actually a, um, a game writer. So, you know, creates the the cool games that you play on PS5 or, you know, she's one of those people. And I got to go into her course and help her design it and really talk to her about how that funnel looks for people to come in 
and get out because what was happening is she was exhausted, right? So she was literally creating the course over and over and over again. Like, so she's doing this thing over and over again, marketing it over and over again, getting, and it was just like this hamster wheel. And she had a process, but a lot of times as, uh, you know, business owners, we don't see the process ourselves. We just know, hey, mm-hmm. this is what needs to get done. And then so we do it. And so I got to go in and really help her to refine this course and how she was getting people in and make it so she wasn't like, you know, she was making good money, but she was ready to quit. She's like, I'm done. I mean, I think we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and so these are the type of people that I help, but she was really fun just because of the type of like work she does. So it was very different from like the normal work I do because she, she's designing games, right? So mm-hmm. it's like a whole nother type of person I got to work with, but it was cool to see her transition from like exhausted and tired and wanting to quit to like, oh, I don't have to do this a thousand times over and over again. I can just do it once and then move on right. with my life. So that was cool. Right. Well, I, you know, I think we've all been there. And one of the things I did, uh, I pulled out from your your site is uh, your website is talking about how lonely it is to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> like when you're like, especially solopreneur, if you're doing it on your own or if you're looking for people to help you uh, in different areas and everything, it really, uh, you do, you feel like you're on an island sometimes. And so the one thing that kind of caught my eye more than anything is I'm, I'm going to read this from your website. You said you, you, every successful CEO has a strategy, a system and support. Then you go on to say, uh, through our program, students will have competence. And there's that word support again, and the know-how to be a CEO that businesses need. Uh, support is just, it's huge. I mean, because like I said, people live on an island when you're, when you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So how is how important would you say that support is for, having that kind of support is for entrepreneurs that are out there? Oh my gosh, it's, it's key. I mean, I think it's one of the foundations that you have to have. If you're trying to scale, if you're trying to go just beyond you, but even if you're just trying to do like, you know, there are some people they don't want to scale. They just, they love their business the way it is. But the thing is that support helps you see beyond, you know, I I always call it like the toolbox. Like, you know, if you have a toolbox and you open it and let's say all of us, there's five of us sitting around a table and it's open and it's facing you, right, Neil? And so I can't see what you see. When you lean into that toolbox, I can only see the outside. So if I'm the business owner and all I see is just like, hey, it's a beautiful red toolbox and I can see kind of like a little hammer sticking out, I'm not going to be able to really create a business that creates the impact I'm looking for. But if I start to get support, other people around the table who can see different perspectives of that toolbox, what's inside it, what might be getting in the way, all those things, all of a sudden my world becomes bigger and my vision can become clearer. And so support is something I think that, you know, we all talk about, you hear about it, but we don't often go after. And it's just, it's one of the things that changed the game for me and my business. And so it's one of the things that we try to be there for our people and really give them that, you know, like that hands-on, like not you're going to just go to a course. Courses are great, but a lot of times you're still on an island, right? And what you Mm -hmm. need is that accountability. You need somebody to be like, here's my idea. And then somebody to be like, well, have you thought about this? Have you looked at this? Have you considered this? And we need that, you know, so. 
Yeah, so it's a little bit more than just like, let's go have some coffee and let's talk about business and how things are going. And, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You should do that. No, you shouldn't do that or whatever the case might be. You're really kind of digging in with them to try to determine what works, what doesn't work, what direction they need to go in. And you're and, and so I, I would imagine just from what you're saying is that you're working along with them to try to make those kind of determinations. You're not saying do this or don't do that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, there's your coach, there's your teacher, there's your consultant. We all do different things. But when you're in the coaching role and you're providing support, the goal is that you help them learn for themselves, like the right answer, right? So you may right. see it, but you're going to ask the questions so that they can see it for themselves. And then they can address the problem from that perspective, right? If I just come in and tell you, which is typically what I do if I'm consulting is like I come in and I look and I tell you, hey, here's what the issues are. That's very different because you didn't recognize it for yourself. Therefore, going forward, you're not going to be able to recognize it for yourself unless it's the exact same scenario. And we know that in business, that's just not true. It's always changing, always different. Always different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's, you're right. I was When I was looking at your, your site and I was kind of thinking through our conversation today, uh, it didn't appear to me that you were offering some kind of a co uh, cookie cutter solution. And I don't think there is a cookie cutter solution for any type of business because you're right. Everything is different. We all have different situations. Uh, we're in all different markets. Owners are all different. We're all crazy a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely so i love the support thing i love the idea that you are making as you're offering this kind of support as you're offering this kind of guidance you're offering some kind of accountability too uh, i've noticed over the years in being in business and working with people that execution is a sometimes can be really a difficult task and sometimes you know it just doesn't happen yeah. so i like that that part of it how so how how do you go about making sure that people stay on online stay on, or stay on course uh if you will and 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 see through the plans that you help put together you know i'm i'm going to say uh, like a, a word that i think has a lot of like there's just a lot that comes in it so you know we talk about mindset and i say that because it's either negative or positive you have a certain feeling about it but at the end of the day, the way that we think about our businesses and how we approach it really can change the game for us. So, you know, when we try to support our people, it's not just like, hey, here's your list of to do's. It's like, hey, we're going to have accountability, like tell us what you're going to work on. And then there's the follow up, just like in business, follow up is gold, right? It's the same thing in accountability and support. Like it's one thing to go to you and I, hey, I, Neil, I have a problem. Can you help me with it? And then you tell me, and I'm like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And then I go off and then that's it. And then it's my choice at that point if I do. But if you're like, hey, hi, uh, so what happened? What are you doing? All of a sudden, the not, and it's not even negative pressure, but the pressure to actually move forward really will help you. And then what happens is now you, you've had that pressure, like, okay, I told them I was going to do this. I set myself a deadline, but now it becomes like, okay, now you start to see the momentum and then the results start to push you forward. And so those are the things like when you talk about, you know, support, like it's, it's an accountability, you need that. And, and, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm self-driven. So am I. But I just started this accountability group like a few weeks ago. And just the idea that I have to get in front of them and tell them, like, I didn't do it. I'm like over there the night before, like making sure I did it because I don't want to be the one person in the room who didn't do it. So there's something about it that really helps you move your business along and create that momentum that 
then kind of, you know, it doesn't just become drive, but it becomes like a pursuit and a passion to keep moving forward, you know? Absolutely. I know my, you know, personally, um, I've been an entrepreneur now for the last 14 years. I've been in business for 40. Uh, but, you know, when I started my own business, it was like totally different than what I had uh, experienced in corporate world. You know, I had a lot of help, a lot of assistance. Uh, I, I have stories that we can talk about online that it would just like, you'll laugh. It's crazy because I couldn't believe how stupid I was with some of the things I was doing, you know, but I, I had this mindset that I could do it all. I'm a DIYer. I can do pretty much anything I, I, I put my mind to. I'll get it done. But then all of a sudden, like you were talking about, you're sitting there, uh, you know, and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, instead of being productive. And I think you say this on your website, instead of being productive, you're being busy. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that'll kill a business right off the oh, bat. Yes. It, it kills the business and not because it's anything wrong for the business, but it kills your energy, right? Like you're, you don't have the energy level to keep going and going and going without results. Like, Right. It's just, it, it's, it's self-defeating. And then you start to tell yourself, well, maybe I'm not meant to do this. And, you know, I worked in corporate as well. And it's like, I went and it's funny because during the pandemic, I was like, well, you know, rather than try to go and pursue leads during a pandemic where everyone's shut in, how's about I go back and, you know, I'll do a contract, a big contract for this corporate company. And it's, it was just a contracting job. And I went and I was like, I could never go back to corporate because once yeah. you understand how much you can move the needle in your own business and how much decision and control you can have, it's like, I can't sit here for one more email or one more meeting or one more, like I, I can't. But, you know, it's it's encouraging when you can get the momentum, but you got to get the momentum and it doesn't come from being busy, right? It comes from being productive. Productive. So when you're meeting with a client, a potential new client, I mean, what is the process for, obviously, you have to evaluate the person or the company that you're looking to do business with. And then from there, you make a decision whether or not it's a fit and that you can help them. What does that process look like for you? Typically, we do a call together. And, you know, for us, if we decide, like, just from the call, we're able to kind of gauge, is this something we can help you with or not? And then from there, it always starts with strategy. So for us, it's what are the goals and can we help you meet those goals? Because, you know, there's two ways to look at it, right? You, you get onto a sales call, your goal is to make the sale. But for us, it's I'm not going to make the sale if I can't actually, if in my mind, I know I cannot help you reach the goal you're trying to reach. So in both of it, it's not just you assessing me, but it's me assessing you and my ability to help you. So I'll, for us, it always starts with either a, actually, you know what? It always starts with a call. I don't think we ever do it the other way around. So it always starts with a call because for us, we want our business to be a little bit smaller, more intimate so that we can help people. You know, I, I know your name. I know you have three kids. I, you know, and you, what that does for us is it makes us more invested in your business. Like, I know that you're doing this to support them. Like, I can't fail you, right? Like that, that's not on, on, it's not even an option at this point. So the better we know the people we're serving, then we can decide, will this actually work for us? Can we help you? Because if we can't, I can recommend you this way, but I right. don't want to be, you know, the person that made you sad because you spent all this money and it didn't happen, right? So Right, right. Well, also, they're investing, you know, hard earned money yeah. into it as well. So, you know, an investment has to get some kind of a return. So if you're unable to, you know, obviously, you want to do everything you possibly can to help that person yeah. or that business and everything. But sometimes it, 
I don't know. Maybe sometimes it's just the person, you know, that you know, they, you, you talk with them and they just, you know, you just don't feel it. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Well, you, know, you know, there are a lot of people who come with us to us because they want them done with you. But the reality is they want them done for you. Right. And yeah. so that's really what the conversation becomes is like, hey, I know you you want this price tag, but you want this service. So really right. having the clarification of what comes with what and how that looks. And oftentimes that really lets us know, can I help you or not? And and sometimes it's as you know, it's the coachability, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're gonna come in here, hey, there are certain things and standards, especially as a business coach, like you have to be able to do certain things in your business and be willing to kind of mold yourself and learn or else it's kind of, it's what's the point, right? I mean, you, we could just go talk to a buddy and probably get the same results at that point. Right. Exactly. I, you know, I used to go to my mom for advice and I always got, I was always, everything was always perfect. It's like my ideas were always 100%, you know, so um, <laughs> you, you have to be kind of, yeah, you know, if she told me it was a lousy idea, it's like, oh man, I'm in big trouble, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, you have to kind of be careful who you're getting advice from, too. And so, I think hiring a company like yours that does what you do, you know, makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, but again, you're dealing with a lot of people who are do uh, DIYers and they think they can do it all themselves. Yeah. So, you have that hurdle that you have to kind of get over as well. So, the clients that you're working with in general, are you looking at mostly like you know startups, people who've been in business for you know a couple of years, maybe people who've been in the business for even longer what, what type of customer or client are you working with so we work with both so you know we do we build out sales and marketing funnels for people and in our coaching program you're getting the coaching we're helping you with the messaging we're helping you do all those things but on the back end we actually build the funnel for you so you're doing like the messaging and all that stuff and we're coaching you through it and then our team is building your funnel for you so that it can be ready to go by the time you're done with the program so what that looks like though is you're going to find it on both ends, right? You're going to find the person who is like, I've been in business for a year. I, I know who I'm serving, but like this process is exhausting. I'm having to find the lead, bring the, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get off of that. So I know I need to invest. There's that person. Then there's the other mm-hmm. person. And these are, I, I seem to attract these kind of people a lot, but they're the people who've been in business for maybe 10 plus years. And they built a great business, but they're exhausted. <laughs> you know, the, mm-hmm. the story I told you, they're exhausted because they've been doing all of the steps themselves. There's no, they might have some automation, but it's not automated from beginning to end. And so they're ready to like throw up their hands. And oftentimes they're like, they're, these are the same people who are like, I don't know why my kids don't want to take over my business. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, if you're this tired, you want them to be this tired too. Like there has to be something that changes. So, you know, it's both ends, but typically they're both in the same way, ready to kind of get off the hamster wheel and start automating some processes to nurture their clients and get the leads flowing so that they can have sales consistently. Right. And then ironic, I was thinking about that as you were talking, is that we get out of the corporate world so we can get off the hamster wheel only to jump back into it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because we build a job, right? We don't build right. freedom, we build a job. And right. that's what you know. And so that's the funny thing, right? It's like when I left corporate, I, and I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So I left corporate and I actually went to corporate because I was like, I refuse to be an entrepreneur. It's a lot of hard work. All the, in, we come from a restaurant business. So it's like all hours of the day. I was like, I don't want that. And so I went into corporate and then I was like, okay, so I barely get paid, even though I'm 
living the dream and climbing the corporate ladder. You know, we could barely afford groceries to put shoes on our kids' feet, you know, those types of things, even though you're living the dream. And so I was like, okay, so it's one and two hearts. Like, so which heart is it going to be? And I was like, that's it. I'm leaving corporate and I'm going to go out on my own, but I'm going to do it differently. Right? That's, that's naivety talking, right? I'm going to do it differently than my, my mom and my aunts did it. And so I go, I leave corporate, but what do I know? I know corporate. So I go out and I build a corporate job for myself. I, I end up working for the same kind of clients. I end up doing the same kind of things. And I have no idea. I managed all of these businesses and helped them open. But like you said, you had somebody telling you what to do, when to do it, somebody else looking at the contract, somebody, you know, and now all of a sudden you're in charge. So your whole business right. is like learning how to do, how to, uh, build a business, but all you know is corporate. So you're basically just taking what you've learned and putting it over here and making a copy of it. Right. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the goals are, you know, when you're working in corporate world, the goals are their goals, not yours, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, you might have the goals are the goals that are set for you in a sense, you know, it might be monetary, yeah. it might be something else, but I mean, really when you start your own business, you know, you're, you're looking at, you know, goals. And what gets me is when I talk to a customer or a client, maybe a potential prospect and I ask them what their goals are and they say, I want to make a lot of money, you know? And I'm like, well, I don't know that that's necessarily a goal that might be the end to a means, but I mean, how about like, you know, more personal personal time or personal freedom, spend time with my children, uh, you know, attend some of their soccer games or whatever the case might be. Those are things that are important to me. And maybe that's what you should maybe take a look at. And having a successful business might help you get there. Right. It's, it's more the reward, right? So if you do a good job, you make great money. So right. if we think of it that way, then all of a sudden we apply ourselves differently in our business. But you're right. right. I, I mean, I started there too. Like, I just got to make a lot of money, then I'll have freedom. But that's, that's just not how it works. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, let me ask you this. So um, one of the things that I've noticed in working in with, with various clients and everything or in different companies, actually, I use a lot of third party businesses. I use Titan Digital for a lot of what I do. Um, but, you know, a lot of the people that I've worked with in the past, I mean, they build a business uh, and then they take their competitive, the thing that makes them competitive and change it because they're trying to be more corporate. Mm -hmm. So the things that make us successful as entrepreneurs are the ability to be able to make decisions quickly, turn on a dime, you know, execute, execute, execute. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you start trying to build this corporate type environment inside your own business. And the next thing you know, you're stymied. You can't do anything. Yeah. You see that happening a lot with people? Yeah. You know, and I think it's just because we all, I mean, look at what happened during, you know, the pandemic. A lot of people, all of a sudden, a lot of corporations had to shift to employees working at home. And, you know, there were so many um, cases of where they were getting more productivity, but they, even afterwards, and I, I, I've witnessed it so many times with a lot of my friends who are in corporate is that they still, they were saving money, right? Because now they didn't have to fill these buildings. They didn't have to rent them. And they were getting more productivity. But because there's this thinking that I have to see what you're doing and I want you to work eight hours. And, you know, it's this corporate idea of like, I want you in a building where I can, you know, just hover over you. I know you're working eight hours rather than the fact that, hey, I was saving thousands of dollars and being, you know, you were more productive and happy and willing to stay in this job even longer, right? They went back and that's the same thing. I think when we build our businesses, it's it's unfortunate because it's what we know, 
right? It, it is right. the industry that so many of us come from. And even if you don't think of it as corporate, but that's how a lot of businesses are run just in general. We, you know, we want you to account for your time. We want, and the reality is, is what are the real KPIs? What are the real measures of your employees that you're looking for? And how can you give them what you are looking for, right? You built a business and you can have freedom. So if I can have an employee who doesn't want to go build their business, but they want that freedom and I can foster them into creating that that environment for them, but also still creating what I need them to do. Why wouldn't I do that? But we don't think that way because that's not how we're taught. So it's just, right. it's hard to think outside that when you haven't seen it or witnessed it, you know? Right, exactly. Right. So I'm just going to take a wild guess here. Um, I, I take it that you don't work in a corporate oh, office. You're <laughs> Right. So now you have a partner also in the business, uh, Tessa. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Now, do you both home office? Yes. Do you work from? Or okay. So how do you make that work? How 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 do you run a business as, as successful as move to CEO, working from home? Uh, obviously, you can't do everything yourself. No, right? no, so give me a little bit of a background on how that works. We have a team. Um, you know, she's in Tennessee and I'm in Texas. So all of our business is online and we will do um, in-person you know events and things like that where we fly out to our, our clients and things like that but everything we do is online and we have team members who help us because there's just no way you could scale your business without that type of help now sure there are certain models where you can do that but with what we do like we couldn't. There's just no possible way to scale what, doing what we do. And so, yeah, we have team members and they set their own hours. And as long as they're getting stuff done, right, like, hey, here's the task list, then I'm happy. If you're doing it right, you're doing it on time, like, I'm good. You know, that's all that I need from you. And so it works out well for us. Sounds great. Sounds like you're practicing what you preach. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So your partner's here. I'm in Tennessee. Oh, okay. She's in Tennessee as yeah. well. So great. Fantastic. I knew there was something I liked about your company already. So I, I, you know, I we talked about this early on. You know, you coming from Hawaii. I was really hoping that we could meet in person in Hawaii, but now you moved to Texas. So apparently that's kind of out the window, but uh, hopefully we can meet in person someday, but this is good. I love this. Listen, that's all of the time that we have for our show today, but I really do appreciate you being on. Is there anything you'd like to leave our audience with? Oh my gosh. You know, I would probably just say, Hey, it's possible to make more money with less struggle and create more impact. And just remember to keep on going. And if it's not working out, get support, find somebody who can speak into your business but don't give up because it's so worth it, right? You might be at, like, have you ever seen that meme where it's like the guy he's digging for the, the diamonds and then he stops and it shows like that the wall was only like two inches thick left. And so you might be right there and you just need someone to kind of help you with that last thing. You know, you can do it. Your business can have that breakthrough. So good luck. Absolutely. Kai, if somebody wants to, if our audience wants to get in contact with you, how do they go about doing that? Uh, they can find us on Instagram. That's where I'm mostly on. So we're on Instagram at move to CEO, And we also have a move to CEO. It's called move TV. And that is in Facebook. But everywhere. Fantastic. Move to CEO. 
Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, Kai Alday from Move to CEO. Uh, listen, I am so glad that you were with us today. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Very insightful and I uh, hope everybody got a lot out of the program. And uh, I'm sure we, I learned a lot. I'm sure everybody else did as well. So that is our show for today. So glad you all could be with us. Uh, this is the Business Breakthroughs podcast. Uh, our podcast is produced by Ryan Shear. And a special uh, thank you goes out to our wonderful assistant, Wendy, and all the good folks at Titan Digital. Until next time, aloha. Aloha. I love it. And we're out.